Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. What's a priority in your life? Your packages or your bundles of joy? We live in a society that is so focused on everything being a priority. I've got to have it now. It's all about me. Got no time for the we. So where do your we ones fit in your present day? And well, if you're not present in your own day, how present are you in the day of the life of your kids? And are you aware of what's a priority in theirs? Welcome to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. As a solo parent, you spin many plates in a day, many of which do involve your kids, taking them to doctor's appointments, parent-teacher meetings, clothes shopping, extracurricular activities, birthday parties, on and on and on. The activities go on. Am I right? Especially when they are of the little's age. It's as if you are now their personal Uber, appointment setter, and personal assistant, on top of all the things you have to do financially and physically to support them, leaving very little room for you as a priority. I remember the day early on as a solo mama when I had the hair-raising thought to myself, it is all about my son. Then I got that check in my spirit that was like, uh, yeah. It is all about your son, and the son doesn't revolve around you. You revolve around your son. He didn't sign up to be a son of a divided home, but you did sign him up for that without his consent. Present parenting. What is it, and can I order it on Amazon? So I don't know if present parenting is something that is an actual parent model thing, but it is something I quickly picked up on as a solo mama and was the parent model I was going to model in my household. And here's why. Soon after our separation, I could see the unsurmountable pain and grief in the eyes of my son who couldn't express the stress he was feeling. Now living in a divided home, He needed someone to continually let him know he was still a priority. Many times, no fault of our own, as solo parents, we can overextend our time at our own private pity party, forgetting that there is also someone having one of their own, your kiddos. As adults, we should have in our toolkit some coping strategies, or maybe we're developing a few as we move through this new normal. But guess what? Your kiddos don't have those tools. Your kids are lost, hurt, confused, angry, and sad, some of which you may see. And then there's some of that that is like an iceberg that goes way below the surface. As they go through life, if they are left unnoticed or the iceberg is, they could be in for one titanic traumatic event. So here is where you being present in their life helps you pick up on the things that they don't. And girl, I am not just talking about the toys that are all over their room. I am talking about your room, making room for them in your present day. Just because you take them here and there doesn't mean that you are necessarily here and there in their present life. This is something that is intentional and takes practice. Now, I get it. 
You are busy either with your own healing, divorce process, career development, or even dating. But in all of that, your kids are still the priority above all else, including you. Now, I'm sorry that wasn't something you wanted to hear, but the truth needed to be told. Listen, it's not about you finding your own personal happiness, getting my life together, and then I'll work on my kids. Solo parenting doesn't work that way. Just like everything else you are now learning as a solo parent, it works with, in conjunction with, what you are working on for yourself. Did you catch that? It's not you first, them last. It's you and you with them in the solo journey together. Just as taking them to their dentist appointment is a priority, so is being present with them. Being present as to what's going on in school, how they're dealing with the divorce, who are their friends? Do they feel they can talk to you? Do you even talk to them? Ask differently, has their stomach been hurting a lot lately? Do you know why? Has this caused them to miss a lot of school? And now is their stomach really what is hurting? Do you see how deep that iceberg can go? You know, just like their activity list that can go on and on, so too can this list. And that's my point exactly. If you aren't a priority on their list, you won't be later when you want or need to be. Being present is putting your own feelings, your own desires, your own pursuits aside to pursue them first. That's your priority. So by now, I hope you are beginning to see that present parenting is a gift and not one that you can buy on Amazon. How to be present when your feelings are not. Practice, practice, practice. And you still won't be perfect, but you will be present. It's a choice. It's a mindset. And it is a challenge. It is a muscle that has to be developed. Being present in your kid's life when your feelings are not is hard for any parent, not just solo parents. Parenting is not for the faint of heart, but is possible to do well when you are present. So how can you be a present parent when your feelings are not? You simply show up. Four ways to show up, showing your kids they are a priority. Number one, laugh. Be the you and the humor and do more of that. Kids are resilient and a little more pliable than their parents. So if you can have fun with them in the moments that aren't fun, this can get both of you in the present moment and maybe out of the past. Tell a joke, do something silly, find a funny movie, and have a good laugh. Let them see and feel the lighter side of you, even if things don't feel so light for you right now. Number two, listen. Now, this one can be a little tricky because, well, kids can go on and on about stuff that makes no sense. But it does make sense to them. If you find, for example, your kids are going on and on about something, let's say on one of those Uber trips, tell them that sounds interesting and you would like to hear more about that and give them a time, let's say after dinner. Here's the key though. You give them the time and tell them for how long you can chat and then you just listen. 
Get on their level. Make eye contact with them. Put your phone away and notifications on Do Not Disturb. Uncross your arms and arm them with your listening ear. Make the time realistic and let them get real with you. Now listen, when you listen to them, I bet they will listen to you. Number three, learn. Learn about what is going on in their day. Get curious. Even come prepared with some questions like, tell me about a moment in your day that made you feel great. Who's your best friend? And why do you value them as a friend? This can be a fun and interactive way to get your children excited and engaged about having conversations with the whole family. And then maybe one day you can actually talk about the whole and your family. For more great questions, I will have a link on our show notes to the Focus on the Families blog, which is on 50 questions to ask your kids at the dinner table. Now listen, asking questions gets your kids to open up and lets them know that you are interested in them. Doing this at the dinner table is of even more of importance as it's a safe and designated place to talk, feeding both of you more than just food. And finally, number four, love. Simply love them and love every moment with them. And if in the moment you aren't feeling so loving, just be present with them. That is the gift that they are ultimately looking for. These times are hard, Mama. I know it. But they can also be some of the best life lessons that they won't learn in school. And they will learn to love every moment with you when you simply show up. Again, present parenting takes practice, and it isn't a switch that gets flipped on like the one when you become a mother. This one actually requires you to flip the switch and the script. For me, I literally had to set a reminder on my phone, put a note on my fridge and on my bathroom mirror to remind me to be a present parent, making my son the priority. Have a wonderful week, and remember, it's a single mom thing, and not the single thing that stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.